my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Kevin McDonald, and you're listening to my independence report. This is going to be a, uh, a show that we are going to do uh, live on here on Podbean. We're going to do this uh, four or five days a week, and we're going to have gather some guests. We're going to have a really good time, and I hope that you will stay with us for the entire thing. If you have a desire to listen to some great stuff, that's what we're going to do. So I hope you will enjoy it, and it's going to be great fun for us to do. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off and let you go back to bed. So have a great day, everybody. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other is all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report. Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Kevin McDonald, and you're listening to my independence report. This show is about all things that could be considered positive and and uh, and really kind of exciting. So I hope that you'll stay with me for the entire time. I do have a couple of announcements that we need to make. Uh, first of all, uh, my independence report is my brainchild that has been going on for about five months and it's uh, really has been a lot of fun and we feature a lot of really cool people that have been on the show and i have to tell you coming march 10th john edward the uh, uh psychic medium the internationally known psychic medium he used to be on uh crossing over he and, and he will be in studio with me for an entire hour because he is embarked upon a worldwide uh, tour that is taking him all around the world, obviously, this this uh, um, this calendar year. And he's going to be in Seattle October 4th uh, of 2020. And uh, he's going to have uh, it. So he's going to spend an hour with me. So this is going to be, again, mark your calendars. This is going to be May, or excuse me, March 10th. Uh, we're pre-recording it, but we're going to do it live here on Podbean so that you can listen and you can actually call in if you choose to. It would be great fun to have you do that. And by the way, if you're listening to this podcast and you would like to get on and talk with me directly, you can do that by just, uh, I believe, just clicking in into the guest area and I can call on you and we can uh, have a chat about whatever's on your mind today. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, 
there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I uh, um, I shudder to think of what's going on with the stock market and with the uh, new virus that's out there and, and everything. And so if you want to talk about that, we can talk about that. If you just want to hang out and have a good time, we could do that as well. So uh, let's see. Other, other news involving uh, um, my independence report is uh, that uh, we are going to start doing live broadcasts four days a week. We're going to have people on, uh, uh, people that are of a spiritual nature, a positive nature, uh, people that have got a really nice thing, nice things that they'd like to say that are nice, <laughs> uh, rather, or, or positive, or or designed to help people. Uh, because and after all, we are all one. We're all uh, together in this on this big old rock of ours, trying to make sense of it all. And it would be great fun for, uh, and it, it's it's fun to listen to folks. So if you, if you if this is the first time that you've been um, on my independent report, uh, this is a podcast that started oh way back like in August, and uh, I but it's twenty years in the making, and I mean twenty years in the making legitimately because um, I started uh, bod you know. Uh, broadcasting actually on live radio back in 2002 that would be by my calculations about 18 years ago um i had a, a radio show called positive talk radio on kknw 11:50 a.m and we talked about uh yeah the psychics and lions and tigers and bears oh my and all sorts of things spiritual so if you've got some thoughts that you'd like to express about uh, uh, anything spiritual, about anything positive, you can um, you can um, log into the guest and call in area, and uh, and we can chat. And uh, I know there's several people online, so if you are interested in uh, in chatting with me, we can do that. But um, so I spent a year working on uh, Positive Talk Radio in Seattle, and uh, and several or many of those episodes I put up. Uh, as podcasts, and they've been very well received. The, one of them, which is a guided meditation, which I highly recommend, is uh, has been downloaded uh, well over a thousand times. And and Gary Zukoff, um, who wrote Seed of the Soul, has uh, he also um, was on the podcast, and Neil Donald Walsh, and many many others. And uh, and like I said earlier, and I'll repeat it here again. Um, Coming up on uh, on March 10th, uh, I will be interviewing John Edward. Now, if you don't know who John Edward is, he is, uh, years ago, he had a show called Crossing Over, and he's a psychic medium. He uh, talks to dead people, is what he does, and he is, really is an extraordinary guy. Um, I haven't met him yet. I've been, he's on my bucket list of people to interview because he is just an extraordinary guy. And uh, so he's going to be here and we're going to put together a show on March 10th. And so that you can call in on Podbean, which is like right where you are now and, uh, and talk to him. And we might even be able to do some readings with him. And um, it really is quite fascinating because I don't know if, if you, uh, if you have been around psychic mediums, I've been doing, this, like I said, since 2002, and there have been several, many, actually, uh, um, 
readings that I've participated in uh, with uh, the psychic mediums and uh, predominantly uh, local ones in the Northwest. And some are really good, some are not. I don't know if you believe or what what you believe as far as if they if that makes sense. But let me explain to you how it works for me and how I believe it works. See, we are ultimately we are all energy. We at our foundation, if you look at quantum physics and other things, we are basically all we're just energy. And so we can communicate with each other really kind of telepathically. Um, we're not very good at it and it's very dense here, but uh, we do. Uh, we are able to uh, uh, communicate uh, telepathically to each other if we were only to listen. So the cool thing is, is that if, if we all were to just be still and just allow ourselves to feel the presence of the other people. Well, let me give you an example. Have you ever walked into a room and you feel like the energy in that room is, is not very good or you feel uncomfortable or you feel really happy you know, de depending upon the vibration that is coming from the room and the energy that's coming from the room that essentially is is what it is because we each each one of us is emitting a certain amount of of energy and, and vibration coming from our inner souls coming from ourselves and we pick that up from each other have you ever uh, walked in walked up to somebody that you hadn't seen in a long time or had never seen before and you suddenly felt a connection to them, it's because you're feeling their energy. Your vibration and their vibration are matching so that you're feeling a real positive energy flow from the two of you. Well, when you are a psychic medium like a John Edward is, um, what he does is he is able to raise his vibration and the uh, people on the other side are able to lower their vibration because they naturally, when we cross over, they vibrate at a much higher level, much higher rate than we do because we are a very dense creature being here on in, in the world. And so what they do is they lower their vibration. John is able to raise his vibration and then they're able to communicate. Well, how do they communicate? You say they don't have a voice. How, how, does, how does someone communicate if they don't have a voice? Well, they do it through um, pictures. It's, it's like talking to somebody who is, uh, um, who is deaf, and they use sign language. Um, and so what John does is he interprets the language that is being sent to him from the person who has passed over to the other side. Let me give you an example of how this works. Uh, I have a friend of mine. Her name is Kim Miller. And uh, let me tell you the story. When I, when I first started doing the radio show back in 2002, my uh, sister-in-law, who was 40 years old, she passed away. Uh, she had had a heart, congenital heart defect. And this heart defect, her, in, in essence, her, I guess her heart was actually turned around inside of her body. And they didn't expect her to live much past maturity, much past her early 20s. Well, Fortunately for her, she was able to live um, a relatively full life to almost 40 years old. And uh, she had uh, she was married to my wife's brother, which would make her my wife's brothers or it would make her my sister in law, kind of. And uh, so anyway, she passed away and 
um, right when we started doing positive talk radio and Kim Miller was on, she's a psychic medium. And at the end of the show, I asked her, you know, we're going tomorrow. We're going to, um, um, her, her, uh, um, um, Sandy's, we're going to Sandy's memorial service and we're going to do that tomorrow. Uh, does she have any messages for you or for me? And, um, Kim said, well, you have to understand when people cross over, they're very busy. They're very busy with life and very busy with acclimating to their new environment. So they don't have a great deal of time to hang around trying to talk to you. So, but she does say something about yellow roses. And uh, so we get off the air and I ask, and Kim asked me, does Sandy like, Yellow roses? I said, hell, I don't know. Um, I'd never known that about her. So I go home and I ask my wife, does Sandy like yellow roses? And my wife said, well, I don't know. I don't, th I don't think so. She might. I, I just don't know. So anyway, the next day, we go to my brother-in-law's house, and we're going to pick him up. And we, can't, we go, to go to a couple of flower shops to try and find some yellow roses, and we couldn't find any. They were out of season at the time. Because this is like in January, and uh, so um, we 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 kind of forgot about it, and we uh, got ready to go to the memorial service, and then we were standing in the parking lot of the memorial service. Now, this particular place, now I, this podcast is coming to you from Washington State, and this particular cemetery is where Jimi Hendrix is buried. So I don't know if you know where that is. That's in Renton, Washington, and Jimmy, but Jimi Hendrix. Uh, has a nice uh, 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 mausoleum there for him and, and stuff. And I highly recommend you go to it if you ha ever happen to be in Renton, Washington. Go to Jimi Hendrix, and that's where you'll find my uh, sister-in-law, Sandy. Well, so we're standing in the parking lot, and you got let me paint a picture for you. It's kind of funny because we were all we're kind of, you know, straight, normal kind of conservative folk, and so we were in suits and, and ties, and, and Sandy's, family is was very very biker-esque and and they were truck drivers and that sort of thing and so they they were uh um they drove up in their harleys and they had their colors on and stuff and and so we're standing in the parking lot and now keep, keep in mind if you've forgotten kim told me something about yellow roses and um and so i saw the, the flower truck drive up to where the service was going to be and offload some stuff. I didn't know what it was. And so we went to the front of the church or to the back of the church where you sign in and sign in the registry before you go into the hall itself where the uh, funeral was going to be held. And uh, so we signed uh, our name. And then, then I got to thinking about, okay, yellow roses, yellow roses, yellow roses. What does that mean? And so we go into the uh, uh, into the chapel there, and in the front, the flower truck had bought brought two easels, or two two uh, flower arrangements. One was an easel, one was a major flower arrangement. The primary flower in the flower arrangement was yellow roses, and then I fell out of my chair because. On the easel 
it was a beautiful big easel with a great big heart that was filled with white carnations. And then there was another heart that was inside of the bigger carnation heart, and that was yellow roses. So how did Kim know? She'd never met Sandy. I'd never talked about Sandy much prior to that. How did she know that yellow roses were going to be involved? Well, Kim and I had a nice discussion about that uh, when I told her this story because uh, she was concerned. Well, she wasn't concerned. She was she was flabbergasted herself that she could pick that out, that it was actually was something about yellow roses. But then it came to be that we understood what Sandy was doing. What Sandy, all Sandy was trying to convey to us was that, yes, while she had passed over, she was still alive. She was still with us, and she was going to be at the memorial service. And she was aware of what was happening. And that just gave me chills because it was, it, was it was an amazing thing. And through the years with Kim Miller and, and many others and John Holland and, uh, and other psychic mediums that I've talked to, I uh, um, have had the opportunity to reach a conclusion that what these people do is really, number one, it's, it's, to my mind, it's remarkable. Uh, but two, it's real. It's not, uh, some people will tell you that it's, it's a fake idea or that they, that they are doing, they're planting ideas in people's heads or they're reading people. And while some of that may be true in some of the cases, I have had people, psychic mediums, talk to people on the phone who they've never met. I've had them talk to people that I know and they've never met them um, and they're still spot on. So it, it's just, it, it amazes me that uh, as, many, as many people as I have, as many people as I've um, seen getting readings, and by the way, these readings can be extraordinarily helpful to people. It really is, uh, uh, it's designed, I believe, by the other side to help people understand that it's okay, that you're not dead. When people die, they don't die. And John Edward, who, by the way, I'm going to say it again, is going to be on this podcast on March 10th. Uh, we'll be doing an extended interview with him. And I'm looking, really looking forward to having him. He's an internationally known psychic medium. But what he says, and I think he's right, is that, um, well, that as an example, do you remember oh, the car you had before your last car? And you got your new car and you parked your old car. Do you care where that car is now? Probably not because you've moved on. Well, that's very similar to what it's like for us when we cross over is that we don't care about the body that we inhabited while we were here because we don't need it anymore. We've moved on. And uh, so if you, uh, from, from that standpoint, it it really makes a lot of sense to me that all of that is 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 true. So I don't know whether you believe in in psychic mediums or not. I do. I've I've been with with um, Kim and with uh, John Holland and with others that have done readings for people that 
that are just spooky and eerie and it's amazing how how accurate they can be um and it really makes it uh, um it makes a believer out of you when you've been around these things for as, as long as i have so it's uh i i hope that uh, you'll join us on uh, march 10th um and also on the independence report or my independence report we are going to be doing live broadcasts oh four days a week i love this format i love talking to you all it's really it really is is cool uh to be able to do that and if you would like to talk to me you can i believe all you have to do is just click on the uh, uh guest and call in area somehow i'm not sure totally about this uh, um um this program so give it a shot if somebody would like to actually talk to me about about the topic of the hour which we're talking today about psychic mediums how they work what they can do how it helps you understand and get through your life now to finish that story with my uh, sister-in-law sandy she passed away in january her husband my brother-in-law he and he was 42 or so at the time he just could not um um he couldn't make the adjustments of because they'd been married for over 20 years he couldn't make the adjustments and what ended up happening was in march or no it was april april of that year he put a gun to his chest and took it and took his own life it was that it was a very sad very sad moment and you know what made it even worse was that he and I had been together years before and witnessed a suicide. Yeah, we witnessed a suicide. So, well, I got you. I thought I'd tell you that story. <laughs> um, way back when, when I was in my early 20s and I was dating my future wife who's and, and her brother-in-law, uh, who, or her brother's name was Bruce, and uh, we get a call on 4th of July. And Sandy, Sandy's one of Sandy's relatives, said, uh, um, Danny, I believe Danny was his name. Uh, Danny walked in on his wife having an affair. And he took a, a, and he left saying that he was going out with a bang. And they were trying to gather friends to go and, uh, um, try and find him to to see if they could prevent him from hurting himself because he was very distraught that his his wife would uh, do. And I, I've never I've never had the opportunity to walk in on somebody who I loved that was having sex with somebody else at that very moment. I don't know how I would react. I can't imagine it would be good though. It would be very very tough. So anyway, um, we get directions out to where the they have gathered because they're going to be looking for him and they found his car. So they knew he was close. They didn't know how close, but they knew he was close. So we split up into groups and I went with Bruce and we went, uh, and this was a, um, in, in, this is in Washington state. So it was very, uh, lots of, lots of foliage, lots of trees, and it was just a two lane road. So there wasn't much traffic. And, uh, so the, but we could, we could, it was still kind of light when we got there and then it was getting dark 
and darker and darker. So we had uh, um, our uh, flashlights with us and stuff. And so Bruce and I started walking up this uh, uh, logging road. And we walked for a while and didn't see anything. And so we turned around and walked back. And uh, then I told him, hey, let's go, let's go walk down the road a little bit here. And as we, as we went down the road, I could see um, the, the way the landscape was, was you had the road, then there was a, uh, uh, a kind of a ditch, and then it went, then there was a hill, a long hill going up, and you couldn't see anything because of the, uh, it was, at this point, it was getting really kind of dark, and you couldn't see much, and you couldn't see very far ahead of you. But I did notice that there was some uh, rustling in the in the uh, and some movement in the uh, foliage, and uh, so I thought, well, maybe he went up this way. So um, we went down the ditch and up the other side, and and started to walk up the hill. Well, we got up the hill about I don't know twenty yards, and of course the foliage was really really thick. And you couldn't really see much in front of you. And but then, but then all of a sudden we heard this, saw this flash, and this and this shot, and the shot rang out. And I didn't know what it was. I thought maybe uh, a firecracker or something went off, or there was something like that. But it was, as it turns out. Now I'd been told. Again, I'm just a kid of like 22, 23, and this is the 4th of July. I'd been told that he had a handgun, but he didn't have a rifle. Well, when we got up to the, uh, got up to him, I could, we, I could see his coat and I could see him lying on the ground. And I saw the butt, what I thought was a butt of a gun between his legs. And so I walked up. And first of all, I cried for medic and for them to get some help uh, because apparently he'd shot himself thinking it was a handgun. Apparently they had forgotten about the 30-30 or the 30-odd-6, I think it was, which is a very powerful rifle. And as I turned him over to see if he was okay or, well, suffice it to say his head was gone. He had taken his own life. He had waited in the in that little spot where he was and waited for a while. He'd been there for several hours, and he waited a while before he showed himself because we walked up on him. I don't know how long he would have stayed out there uh, just watching everybody, but he was, I think... Actually, he was smoking dope, and I think he was actually enjoying the show of watching everybody look for him and where are you, Danny, where, you know, and all that. So, but uh, he, he killed himself and committed suicide. Years later, I asked a psychic medium about that, and, uh, and she said that that was just, that that was not an appropriate way for him to take his own life, but, well, obviously, it's, it's not appropriate. But it was something that he um, that he did, and uh, but he, it's not something that is going to damn him to hell forever and damnation. It's a, it's it's a learning experience, and hopefully he will he learn from that and and um, 
because I I believe that he had to he had to come back and and do it again. Um, so and and hopefully the next time he did it a little bit better. So that that is uh, I'm really hopeful that that's that's what he did. So by the way, my name is Kevin McDonald, and you're listening to my Independence Report. You can go to the podcast and listen to the recorded. A podcast. Now, what I do, generally speaking, is I interview people, uh, lots of lots of very interesting people, some psychics. We have it's just you, you'll need to go there. It's my independence report. It's right here on Podbean, and uh, do enjoy and and go there because I've got over eighty episodes up, and they're highly encouraging. They're uplifting. They're very positive. It's a really cool uh, little thing, and we're going to be embarking. I love this format, by the way, because it is, I am live at uh, 2.52 a.m. In, in Seattle, and um, there are 16 of us that are live with me and if you'd like to if you'd like to talk to me you can it's it's pretty i think it's pretty easy so you can just go to uh uh, uh click on the the guest and and collins and and you can and i believe that you can get on and some one of you guys is going to figure it out so that we can talk that would that would be that would be great so um but i just wanted to let you know again that uh um well, here, I have to tell you this story, if I can. Um, I decided way back in 2001, 2002, that I wanted to do radio. I wanted to do a positive show and to be uplifting and to talk to people about, about you know, spiritual matters, physical matters, how to live their lives a little bit better, a little bit more authentically. And, uh, and I wanted to do that. So I did that for a period of time, cost me a lot of money to do that. Cause in those, in the, in those days, just like it is now, if you do what's called block programming, you can have a show, any, any show. And most, most radio stations, like they do that on the weekend and stuff, they sell the hour and then you can do anything you want to within that hour. And so I bought five days, five days a week, two hours a day to do positive talk radio because I really believed in what I was doing. And I believed that I could really help people. Matter of fact, when I finally had to terminate the show because of a lack of funding, I wasn't able to sell enough advertising. Um, what I ended up doing was, uh, um, well, I, I told them that I didn't, I didn't have enough money to pay them. And they said, okay, well, guess what? You're off the air. And I said, well, can I do one more show? Just one more show, please. As a matter of fact, if you go to my independence report, the last um, positive talk radio show is there. And what I learned in, in doing that last show was that, see, when you're a podcaster or you're a broadcaster, you're in a room and you're not talking. You, you don't have a lot of people that you're talking to or, or you don't get a lot of instant gratification. And so you're just... Um, so you're guessing, you're hoping that people are listening and they like what you're doing and, and stuff. Well, I, during the course of that show, and I'll never forget this, it really was an important part to my life was a lady called up. She said, hi, oh, I'm so sorry that you're leaving, Kevin. I said, well, I'm sorry too. And she said, my name is Nancy. I'm on Bainbridge Island. I am the caregiver of an Alzheimer's patient. I said, huh? She said, yeah, I, I, I'm a caregiver for an Alzheimer's patient. And you 
and this show are the only things that gets through to her. She wakes up and she um she loves your laugh and she love and so together we listen to this show your show every day. And it's really impacting our lives in a positive way. And that's why I wanted to do that show. That's why I want to continue to do radio. And that's why I'm doing my independence report. Because I believe that we are all one. That we are all connected. That you and I, regardless of where you're from, whether you're from uh, uh, the United States or you're from Canada or you're what, what, doesn't matter where you're from. We are all one. And we all need to understand that and work together to achieve greatness. And we can. If we, if we work together and, and really respect each other, I know I'm, I'm in the United States right now and, and we have a president who doesn't respect much of anything. And, uh, um, it's, a, it's a very trying time for us, but I'm hopeful that you all, um, understand that we, we are all one anyway. So. I'm, I'm going to wrap this thing up, but I want really would like you to go to my independence report. There are a lot of really good episodes, some really cool information um, about a bunch of different topics. It is fun to do. I appreciate you guys that have all been uh, hanging out with me for the last little bit. And I wasn't really anticipating that, that uh, anybody would show up, but you know what? They did, and I think it's great. So I really appreciate everybody being here, and I hope that uh, you have a good day. And just just remember, take care of each other because each other's all we got. Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem Save our planet and each other. Please join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember... Take care of each other because each other is all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.